Now it's time to get soapy with David Georgeson from Inside Soap magazine. Hello, David. Hello there, how are you? I'm good, thanks this week. How are you? I'm good. Can you hear me properly? We're on the phone today, aren't we? Yes, we're on the phone today. We're not Skyping. Um, but yes, we can hear you absolutely perfectly. Why, where are you? Have you hidden uh, no, somewhere? I'm, I'm hiding away in my usual place. But, yeah, <laughs> it's just that I'm never quite sure of the phone signal these days. So, yeah. Of course, no, you sound gorgeous as ever, David. <laughs> Thank you. I don't feel it. <laughs> well, listen, it's great to have you here. I have to admit, I haven't been watching a lot of the soaps this week. I've been very busy in the evenings and I haven't had time to catch up yet. So you might have to help me out. Although I did see Phil's mega meltdown, which was great. Uh, but we'll come on to that a little bit later on. Uh, but we'll start off with Emmerdale. David, what's been happening in Emmerdale? Well, last night we saw David's bum. David? Why? Yeah. David's bum. David has found a lump on one of his testicles and he is a bit worried that he might have cancer at the moment. So, um, yeah, so we had a very bizarre scene yesterday where basically he was in the shop. Now, I'm not entirely sure why he was trying to do this, to be honest with you, but he was trying to use his phone to take a picture of his bits so he could compare them possibly to something he'd seen on the internet. Why why he was doing this, I'm not quite sure, because you're not going to really see much that way, quite frankly. But he ended up getting Layla, his uh, former um, fiancé, sister of his wife, of course, who's now living away in Portugal, to do it for him. And it was a very sweet scene um, where two people who've known each other very well just basically got down to it and just got on with it. And, uh, yeah, they came to the conclusion afterwards that they couldn't actually work out anything from the picture either. But, yes, very serious subject indeed. Of course, Emmerdale does these brilliantly. And, yeah, poor David, absolutely worried at the moment of what the future might hold. Absolutely, because obviously, you know, testicular cancer is one of those things that, that you know, with men, men are so much worse at going to the doctors than women. You know, women... Are, are you know not great at times I know I'm not great at times if I think that something might be wrong I can hold off and hold off and hold off but men can be really quite funny about things especially when it's to do with their their private area well this is the thing absolutely yeah and uh, I have to say I've got some personal experience of this about 10 years ago I went through the same thing and um, I had to go through all the same checks that David did as well and uh, thankfully I got the all clear and it was all fine but yeah I can understand completely they're playing this very very well indeed and it's, it's not something you're kind of completely panicked about but you do worry about what you know what they may find so obviously his next step is going to have to be a testicular ultrasound it's a bit like when they do uh, when you're pregnant and you have an ultrasound it's exactly the same procedure uh, but obviously a, on a much smaller scale and and yeah this is what he's going to have to do next and uh, let's see what they uh, find well, as you said, a very important and serious subject and uh, I'm sure Armadale will handle it beautifully as they always do with these kind of things. Um, what else has been happening in Armadale? Because obviously, as I said, I haven't seen it this week, but uh, the last I did see, um, Marlon had sort of given permission for Rona and Paddy to go away. Are they actually going to go away? I'm fed up of those two running away every time something goes wrong. And yes, I know that she's had a terrible time of it and everything that happened with Paddy's affair with Tess and all the rest of it. But for goodness sake, you can't keep running away every time something happens. And poor Marlon, yet again, caught up in the middle of their ridiculous relationship and he's having to lose out on seeing his son Leo. And it looks like, I don't know what, how long they're going to be away for and if they're going to be able to sort this out, but they just 
need to book their ideas up the pair of them and sort it up because Paul Marlon caught in the middle, as I said. <laughs> Elsewhere in the village, we've got um, the Dingle family at breaking point. And it, and it is so sad to see poor Belle trying to keep everything together as normally as she can and Lisa wants to sell up the farm and uh, Belle desperately trying to keep everyone away from buying that farm. But I, I do feel very, very sorry for Lisa at this one now. She's been completely betrayed by those she loves and it looks like Belle's doing the same thing to her now, completely unintentionally, of course. But yeah, it, it's a very sad situation indeed. Let's not talk about Holly Barton either. Holly back from her living in London, causing trouble left, right and centre and trying to team up with charity of all people to scam money and it's just an absolute mess. And I've got a horrible, nasty feeling that her poor, innocent family, and I can't believe I'm saying that about Kane Dingle as well, but he is innocent in all of this. I think they're going to get caught up in some very nasty business indeed. Oh yeah, I had this horrible thought that Holly's going to try and uh, make it look like something's going on between them in front of her mum and it's a nightmare, absolute nightmare situation. She's a horror, isn't she? She has not grown up at all and she still sounds like 12. Very, very strange indeed. I don't know what she's been up to in London. It's a bit like when Todd in Coronation Street came back from London and he was exactly the same. We, We still don't know what happened to him in London either, but it turned into a very nasty character indeed. What do you London people do with all these soap stars, honestly? I'm just pretending to be nice, Jill, to be right. honest with you. I'm, I'm nasty as well. I'm trying to scam money out of you and I'm trying to scam somebody out of something else elsewhere. You know, it's just, this is what I'm up to, I'm afraid. It's just these London types are just very, very nasty people. I'd heard that about you, actually, though. I'm on to you. I'm completely on to you because I was just being nice to you too, David. Well, you haven't given me any cash, I know that, so I'm a not work that way, so yeah. Brilliant. Well, listen, let's move on to Coronation Street and uh, what's been happening there this week because the last I saw, uh, Nick and, well, Nick has actually gone ahead and sold the bistro. So that kind of leaves uh, Tracy in a, a kind of really strong position now, doesn't it? Because she can just go and tell Carla anything she wants. Tracy is in a very, very strong position indeed. Yeah, Robert in that bistro and Tracy owning that florist. And it's all, I don't like this at all. I don't like Carla being on the back foot, especially by Tracy Barlow. She should be able to walk all over. And yeah, it's not fair at all, really, what's going on. We all know at this stage, Alison King, I keep saying this, I feel like I say it every week now. We all know that Alison King, who plays Carla, is leaving. And the question is, it looks like they're setting up something very big in the way that Carla departs. And I've no idea what it's going to be. And they haven't said a word. They've kept it all very, very secret indeed. And I'd love to find out what's going on. It's a very interesting time actually in Coronation Street at the moment because the new producer, Kate Oates, is about to take over. She's already left Emmerdale in real life, although we're still seeing her work on our screens at the moment. Um, but yes, yeah, she's going to be taking over from Coronation Street very soon. So I'm not entirely sure if that's going to cross over with the Carla, story, Carla versus Tracy storyline or not. So yeah, we're, we're all in the dark at the moment about what on earth is going on. What do they do? Is it about three months ahead they, they film? It's some... around that. Yeah, yeah, it's around that. We, it, it varies from storyline to storyline depending on what they can do and who's available and uh, and everything else. Yeah, it's, it's, it's usually around that, yeah. I see. Okay, so what is happening then with the Phelan storyline? Has that been prevalent this week? Phelan is walking all over the Grimshaw family and it looks like Todd is the only one who can actually see him for what he really is. Now, they had a very, very 
intense meal the other night and uh, yeah, Todd was having absolutely none of it at all and he's given Stephen an ultimatum that he will refuse to let him treat his family like he did Anna uh, and Owen and Gary and all the rest of them. Whether Stephen will win out remains to be seen or not because he is so conniving and he loves to play the long game and it looks like he's got Eileen Hook line and Thinker on this one. Meanwhile, the actual Windass family themselves, it's for Izzy that's given them all the problems at the moment and she She's uh, smoking cannabis to deal with the pain from the accident a few weeks ago. And yeah, last night, was uh, it was quite tense because basically the, the, the dealer who was taking the drugs off has given them some much stronger stuff. And when Izzy smoked it, it, it caused a very bad reaction in her indeed. And uh, yeah, she, she had a bit of a panic attack and a bit of a struggle. And it culminated with Anna basically turning around to her and saying that she will refuse to let little Jake stay with her until she sorts herself out. So yeah, it looks like Izzy's secret is being known by more and more people. Oh my goodness. And of course, you know, we've it's it's one of those storylines that, that, you know, kind of mirrors real life, doesn't it? Because we hear about, you know, people wanting to use cannabis for for uh, pain relief all the time. And, you know, this is another storyline that, that Coronation Street have obviously researched thoroughly before going into. Yeah, absolutely. But the thing is, Izzy really, really needs to go back to her doctor and her consultant tell them how much agony she's in and they're clearly not going to let her live with this pain and I just wish she'd do that because it's actually tearing her little family unit apart and it's causing loads of problems now for, for Gary and for Anna and everyone who's connected to them and it's such a sad situation. Absolutely. Okay, listen, we have to move on to EastEnders now because honestly, Phil just plays the most fantastic drunk doesn't he i mean he really is the most amazing actor it's steve mcfadden steve mcfadden is absolutely brilliant as a drunk and also remember phil on crack as well as a crack addict absolutely amazing as well and he does the subtle nuances as well between the different effects that drink and drugs has on you as well and he's clearly researched all this perfectly and he's absolutely brilliant as you say yeah he really is incredible. And obviously, you know, it's so sad, though, um, for, for me as an avid viewer of EastEnders to sit and watch somebody who's supposed to be the kind of Walford hard man, uh, you know, the, the guy that everybody is kind of frightened of and looks up to on the square um, turn into, you know, he, he's just diminished, hasn't he? He's, he's a shadow of him for his former self. Yeah, and let's not forget, of course, that the rest of the Mitchell family are on the way back. Hickey's on the way back. Grant is on his way on his way back. Not too sure about what's happening with Sam yet. They don't seem to have confirmed for sure whether Danielle Westbrook is coming back as Sam. But yeah, he's going to have all of his family around him. Whether that's going to be a help or a hindrance it remains to be seen. Not too sure what's happening there. But yeah, this week he made a huge, massive mistake. First of all, he absolutely destroyed the Archer's garage where he's supposed to work and supposed to own and he's ruined that and then obviously took that JCB to deals on wheels and yeah, absolute mess and it looks like he has gone and done something that he's going to pay a very heavy price for. Whether this is going to affect what is happening with his drinking and his liver and the doctors have already told him that if he carries on the way he's, he is going to be dead by the end of the year so could still be on his way out, who knows? Who knows indeed? I mean, what what is happening with, with Louise? Was Louise actually inside Deals on Wheels when he trashed it with the JCB? 
well, this is the thing, isn't it? Somebody was inside Heels on Wheels, and it, it looks like... All I will say is it looks like Phil has made a very, very big mistake indeed. Yeah, but I don't understand. I mean, sh- uh, I, surely he couldn't have killed his own daughter. I mean, surely. Because we're, we're not going to see him going. We can't see him leave. We've heard no rumours of Steve McFadden leaving. Stranger things have happened in EastEnders. Remember, the new era of EastEnders, ever since the 30th birthday, is there a shock every single week and stuff you never saw coming. We never saw um, Claude, we never saw the, the whole Claudette crawling out of her own grave thing coming, did we? We never saw Kathy coming back or anything like that. So, yeah, you know, shocks and surprises. They keep us on our toes in EastEnders, especially. And all the other subs are starting to do very similar things now as well. All the other- doing it and Emmerdale's doing it and I think Coronation Street is going to start doing, indulging us with a few shocks as well in the near future and yeah EastEnders is the master of this and we never know what's going to come next Oh my goodness, so what else is happening in EastEnders this week then? Because I did, as I said, I saw the, the Phil having a meltdown in the JCB but I, I've missed everything else well, this is the thing. Now, uh, this whole mess with Abby and Aunt Babe, um, Abby's been pretending to be pregnant to keep Ben with her, of course. Ben, as we all know, is gay and in love with Paul Coker and uh, Aunt Babe in her... I love Aunt Babe, but she is absolutely crazy. And if she was related to me, I would disown her immediately, even though I think she's absolutely brilliant as a character. Um, yeah, she's been coaching Abby uh, to say that um, she's pregnant and then used Phil's drunkenness and kicking off in the Vic to um, basically engineer a situation where it looks like Phil has pushed Abby to the ground and Abby had lost the baby and what a huge mess indeed. Abby is on a hiding to nothing on this. She has been from the start. The poor girl is so naive. I do feel quite sorry for her, even if she has, is old enough to know better. And yeah, it looks like this has all got to come out in the wash sooner rather than later. It's absolutely crazy at this stage. It really has. Um, you know, and, and I hope Abby doesn't come too badly out of it because, you know, at, deep down, Abby is a nice girl. She's just had a really, really troubled past. And, she's had absolutely uh, no family support either recently because all of the, the only relative, and she's not even a, a blood relative either, is Dot. And obviously Dot is, he shouldn't be having to deal with Abby's troubles at her age either. But yeah, um, it's... Um, She's she's a step grandmother, um, but obviously now it looks like Jack is probably on his way back to EastEnders. He's uh, he's sorted out his differences with Ronnie. It looks like they're an item. Hopefully they will get their happy ending of sorts, and it looks like Abby will at least have her uncle with her as well. Obviously Mac's still behind bars, and Jake Wood, who plays him, has said he is coming back to EastEnders, but when that is going to be, no idea yet. So it looks like uh, Abby will finally get a bit of family support, but she's not going to have either a father the mother or her sister with us. So that's a bit of a shame. Oh, it is indeed. But listen, thank you so much for filling me in with what's been happening in all three soaps this week. I can't wait for the omnibuses this weekend. I shall be watching avidly. But in the meantime, if anybody wants to get the current issue of Inside Soap magazine, then you can. It's out now and it's brilliant. Um, If you can and you want to take a look online, it's definitely a fully accessible website. I use it all the time. Have you got the web address, Mr. David Georgeson? I do, it's not been updated yet, but give us a couple of hours and we'll update it, then you can have a look. And it's insidesoap.co.uk. Fabulous. David Georgeson from Inside Soap magazine, thank you so much for joining us here on RNIB Connect Radio. Take care, have a great weekend, bye-bye.